Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today we are focusing this podcast on this one phrase, when God refuses to listen. Yep, you heard me correctly, when God refuses to listen. Uh, we live in, in, in this in today Christianity that we only talk about the goodness and the grace and mercy and forgiveness and everything else, but we never talk about anything, any consequences, reality of sin and what it does to us. And uh, this message specifically is not for an uh, unbeliever. Even though if you're an unbeliever and you're listening to this message, you might want to know this and, and hear this. But this, this uh, podcast, today's message, is, uh, is really designed for a believer. Really, I want to speak to believers. Those who, who say, Jesus is my Lord. Those who say, I love God. Those who say, I'm going to follow God. Those who not only go to church and do a checkbox, but really said, Lord, you are my Lord and Savior. Christianity today don't talk about consequences of our choices. We don't talk about consequences of sin, as I already said it. We don't talk about that it's most of the time that it's our own fault and not God. We blame God a lot of times. That we are the biggest enemy that stand between now and our future. It's not anything it's not your cousin, it's not your uncle, it's not your family that you were born into, it's not the ghetto that you, you grew up in, it's none of those things. But the biggest problem is you, is me. My dad says when you point at somebody, three fingers point at you. So I'm going to say the biggest problem between me and my future is me. The biggest problem between me and my dreams is me. The biggest problem between me and everything that God has for me is me. We say today that no matter what, God loves you. Just believe in Him and everything is going to be okay. And to some extent, there is a little truth in that because if you believe God, it will be okay. But also, Bible talks about obedience from the beginning to the end. Jesus' goodbye to His apostles, uh, John chapter 14 to 17, it's all about obedience. Jesus's Proverbs, it's all about obedience. It's not about those that didn't do anything. They just believed they sat on the beach or they sat in their chair all their life. No, it's those who pursue, who seek God with all their heart, their mind and soul. We, we today almost got to this point, the sin is obsolete. Disobedience is okay. Everybody's rebelling. You're fine. We got to the point that consequences don't exist and yet they do exist in the bad, bad way, and we, and we experience the consequences of this world and of the sinful world today. We live the way we want it. And in Timothy, 2 Timothy, I think chapter 2, it says that in the last days, people will be selfish. They will desire only selfish things. They will only do, they will be the lovers of themselves. And here we are in 2022, we are living in that culture. Everyone in America, I would say 90 or 80% in America, they know about God. They say, I believe, I believe in that GG, Jesus thing. Yeah, I believe in him. But yet nobody's changing. No one is changing. People, as a matter of fact, the Bible says that the demons believe. Demons believe and tremble before him. Yet they're destined for a worse 
future for hell. But demon believes. It's not about just believing and admitting that God is there. It's about growing together in relationship with him, pursuing him with all of our mind and heart and soul. You see, let me tell you a story of rebellion. And the story of rebellion started in uh, when the people of Israel was, uh, they, they were in the, in the desert and they finally got close to the promised land and 12 spies went to look at the promised land and they brought fruits from the promised land. It was amazing. The two people had to, had to uh, cl- cluster of grape. They had to, two of them had to carry all, uh, in between each other because it was so big. The, the land was, was amazing. It produced whole kinds of fruits and, and, and people lived in peace. The, mel- the, 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 the land that, that flew with milk, flown with milk and honey. And when they saw the land, when they got in there and saw the people and saw some giants, They came back and only Joshua and Caleb said the positive, said, hey, if God said it, we will overtake it. And this is our land. But all the other 10 says, no, we are like, uh, those are our giants. We're we're like little ants in in their view. We will never take their land. And there started to spread all the fear and all the rebellion against God to the whole camp. And after a little bit, Moses prayed and God speaks to Moses and says this. Now tell you people that because of disobedience, because of that rebellions against me, because of unbelief, because of that, what took 11 day journey from the Red Sea to the promised land? It's going to take them 40 years. As a matter of fact, those who are 20 and over will not inherit the promised land, but they will die in the desert. That is God's words. And Moses come back to the people and say, this is what God has told me. We're going to turn around and go back into the desert because of our disobedience, rebellion against God and not belief. In that moment, people realized that they've made a mistake. But now the whole camp was full of this fear and, and, and trembling before other nations. And not belief. But when people realize, some of them like, hey, we sorry, we made a mistake. Hey, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, God, my bad, I'm sorry. And we're gonna go and and we're gonna go and basically beat him. We're gonna take over the land. And Moses says, Stop, God is not with you no more. God is not with you no more. They didn't listen to Moses and they created another rebellion and they went after it and they were beaten so badly. That they that the that the pe- people from those towns they were chasing Israelites and killing them for miles and miles and miles and some of them returned back. Now after this story in Deuteronomy chapter one um, uh, verse forty five it says this. Then you returned when they returned from the uh, having beaten and wept before the Lord, but he refused to listen. That phrase kind of got me a little bit because God hasn't, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is not changing. God is not all of a sudden, um, you know, this now God is loving God, but in the old days, he was not loving God. No, no, no. God is sovereign God. And God is God of second chances and God is loving God. But there might be a place in time when you rebel against God. And there is certain things that I want to show you because certain three things that happen 
that, that, that we might get to this place. And I think I've been there a little bit. There was a, there was a journey of desert in my life that I did not hear God, but that sobered me up. That brought me back to him. But man, when I read this verse, then you return and wet before the Lord. He, and he refused to listen. But now I wanted to continue in the story. So you heard the story of rebellion. Now rebellion again, they didn't want, wanted to conquer. Then they wanted to say, then they said, sorry, now we're going to conquer it. But now there, it was all fear and, and, and it was just passion. It was no faith. But then a little bit later, there's another story that's happening right after this. The story of Korah's rebellion. And they were Levites. And they were people that served God. And they've created division between people. They've created, they started basically create rumors that Moses is not the only one. We are the, we are just like Moses. And pride started to kick in. And they created, excuse me, division within the camp. They stirred up people against, against Moses, against God, against what God has spoken through Moses. And through many, many years, God has led them through Moses. It says in the Bible that, that God spoke to Moses face to face. And now as, as this thing happened, Moses says, well, you're going to come back tomorrow. Come and come into the presence of God. And God's going to reveal what, who is, who is in charge really. Because you're not rebelling against me. You're rebelling against his word and against his leading. And so ne next day, 250 people with Korah came, came over there and, and, and stood and they were burning. Uh, uh, they, they were standing in the pre pre presence of God, burning incense and, 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 and Moses said these words. He said, today, if those people, if you see those people die natural death, then I'm not, I'm not the one that God sent me. But if you see something supernatural, then you, then you will see that everything I said, it was God's word. And you did not rebel against me. And you didn't stir up all this thing against me. You, you, you rebelled against God himself. And in that moment, earth opened up and swallowed them alive. And only one time in the Bible that you see that earth open its mouth and swallowed not only the people but the their 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 how their tents that they were living in their their families their kids it was a crazy insane uh thing that happened and people started running and then Moses started begging God to stop and to forgive people and now in these three stories and you can re re read them they're they're phenomenal stories they're amazing stories there is a three common denominators that i found and I wanted to, it, this is not a, 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 a podcast to scare you in the way, but this is a podcast that, listen, God is the same. You're either falling in love with him and, and truly listening to his voice and, 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 and you are following his calling. But if you're neither here nor there, you might be stirring up rebellion. And when you're stirring up rebellion, God bless you. I don't want to be there. But three common denominators is this. Those who rebelled against God, they have tasted the power of God. That's why I said it's only for believers. Those who rebels God, re rebelled against God, they have tasted his power. They have tasted his goodness in their life. They have seen his presence in those days that God's presence would come upon the tabernacle. They could see it. I didn't see the presence of God, but in those days they saw it, but it doesn't matter. Number one, those who've tasted the goodness of God, but rebelled. Number two, not only they rebelled and fell into sin, but they, but they, but they, um, they rebelled against, against 
God people and led people with them. So number two, they led people into a rebellion. So it's one thing to sin and ask for forgiveness, but it's another thing to that your life example and the things that you do, now you're stirring up others to live like you in this rebellion. And number three, God gave, God gave them many warnings many times, but they refused to listen. So it wasn't one time, it wasn't two, it wasn't three, it was hundreds of times. If Jesus said you have to forgive your neighbor 70 times seven, okay, God did thousands of times. Because you can read in, in, in those, every single day God's presence was, presence was there and he showed himself almost face to face with Mo, Moses and on and on. The, the stories are amazing. God gave them warning over and over and over and over and over, but they refused to listen. So those who rebelled, rebelled against God, number one, and they have tasted the goodness of God. They rebelled against God and they also uh, let other people to rebel. And, and those that listened to God's warning over and over and over and over. And that's what happened. And after that, God says, and I refused to listen no more. So there's consequences. I'm not saying when, I, I'm not the judge of consequences. I cannot say when the consequences will come, but I know I've paid enough consequences in my life that I don't want to be there. In Jeremiah 25, 4, it says this, And the Lord has sent to you all his servants, the prophets, again and again and again and again, but you have not listened nor inclined your ear to hear. And that's what he did in the desert too. In Matthew 18, 6, it says this, now in the New Testament, But if you, Jesus says this, If you cause one of these little ones we can say little ones can be babies. We can say little one can be children. We can say little ones are those who just, they still don't know Christ and they may be just coming to know Christ. Not those that knew Christ and, and been, been and knew, have tasted his goodness and, and life. And it, it's those people that are just coming to know Christ. But if you cause, Matthew 18, 6, if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be thrown in the depth of the sea. Think about it. That's what Jesus is saying. We kind of skim through those words. But if you're leading other people to fall into sin, to fall into rebellion, that's what Jesus is saying. It's better for you to tie around your neck the stone and, and for you to be thrown into sea. It's one thing to fall into temptation. And man, I'm sorry, Father, forgive me. It's one thing to fall into some kind of sin, to, to, to get angry and, and, and then ask for forgiveness. It's another thing to take that as your fuel and lead others with it. It, it, it says in this, in uh, last verse, Matthew 18, 7, it says this, What sorrow awaits the world because it tempts people to sin? Do you see the world in Revelation 22, it says, and I saw the sky and the, and the cosmos, the space and the world and stars and everything else rolled like a scroll and thrown into a lake of fire because the prince of power of the air is Satan. And this world in Matthew 18, 7, so what sorrow awaits the world? God will judge the world because what? Because it tempts people to sin. Temptation us. And temptation are inevitable. That's what the Bible says. But what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? Especially those who've 
tasted the goodness of God and rebelled against God. And, and instead of faith, love and kindness, their fuel is rage and anger and rebellions against God. So analyze your life. Are you a stumbling block to others? Are you blessing to all that are around you? Because you are a leader no matter what. You are a leader. You may say, well, I'm not a leader. No, people see what you do. People follow your actions, not, not your mouth, not your words that you say. Other people will follow your footsteps. So be careful how you live before others and before God. Because you don't want to be that person that Bible's Matthew 18, 7, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? Run into the merciful hands of God. Ask for forgiveness. Confess your sin. Freedom is not a place. It's a journey. It's a narrow road. Salvation is not a place. It's a journey. Because you are saved. You're being saved and you will be saved in heaven. It's a journey with God. Amazing journey of dreams and love and kindness. And so my heart is stirred up for you that you would live that life, extraordinary life, and not a life of any rebellions against God. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine and you be gracious to you. Turn his face towards you and give you his mighty, mighty peace.